Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Alexandria Korn, and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. It's all gone to shit. Welcome to another edition of What Gives with Murph. Uh, today on the show, we welcome super talented singer-songwriter Megan VK. Uh, we'll I talk with Megan about her career, music, and, and anything she's working on that she can talk about. But this should be fun, as we've already bonded over a a, a bunch of mutual interests uh, uh, um, talking to each other off air. So with that being said, 
Rich, uh, um, let's go ahead and welcome the lovely Miss Megan DK to the show. Hey, Megan, how are you? I'm great, Cody. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Uh, I thank you again for doing this. Oh, of course. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be on your show. You always have an awesome, awesome show. Uh, well, I appreciate that. And, 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 and before we dive into things, I got to tell you, that song is a banger. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Uh, I, um, I was sitting here, here, uh, um, 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 air guitar in the solo. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's exactly what I want to hear. That's that's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, um, before we get into this, just kind of, uh, kind of introduce yourself and, and tell the listeners uh, uh, how you got into uh, this whole whole music business in the first place. Sure. Um, so, I. I actually started as a musician when I was about 12. Um, I was in school and felt I didn't really fit in. And so music was like my catharsis. Like I would come home from school and, you know, if I got picked on or something that day, I would just literally hole up in my room and sing along to whatever tracks I was in love with at the time. And, you know, not to try to date myself, but this was before like Spotify and all that, obviously. So you couldn't really pull up what song you wanted to hear. You had to just I would own the CD or listen for the radio and hit record on your tape player. So I would oh, sit I there and like make my own. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you remember. So I would make those mixtapes and yeah. Mm-hmm. And sing along to those mixtapes or I would have my CD out, you know, and my mom knew when it was a really bad day for me because it was always the Sarah Blackland CD the one with um, Angel on it. And like, that was like the worst mm-hmm. possible. Like if I was really going through something, she knew she would come up to and like, okay, what happened? Like, how bad was it? Um, so that's, that's kind of how I got into it. It was always what made me feel better. And so I was in all the school stuff, like, like concert band and pit orchestra and marching band and all that fun stuff. And um, as I got to be in college, I would write lyrics, um, but I couldn't play. I was a drummer in, in high school, so I couldn't really play an instrument to write a song to. And so I taught myself how to play guitar. And um, over the years, I studied my songwriting. I joined NSAI and uh, really learned how to craft a song properly and make it more commercial. Um, and so I kind of just and I started a band and kind of like went down that rabbit hole. And so that's kind of how I got sucked in. But it was it was born basically out of just I needed that release. I needed something to make me feel better. And singing was it for me. Right. right. And and I mentioned earlier on that we we sort of bonded a bonded a little bit off air. Uh, I was actually in marching band too in 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 middle school and high school, and I was a drummer myself. Awesome, that's exactly what I did too. Middle school and high school. What what drum did you play in marching band? Because I know there's like obviously there's multiple. So what what instrument were you on? Um, um, I was in the pit actually. Okay. Yeah, I was. Um, I, I, it all. I went I back and forth. I played it all. I played uh, uh, cymbals. I played. I did a little bit of 
a xylophone up in nice. in concert band. I, I did a a little xylophone. I'm not I'm not a a xylophone uh, virtuoso, quote unquote, but but I could I could uh, hold my own on that. I did um, yeah, uh, uh, just the 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 uh, normal pit stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did that too. I I marching band. I I did bass drum and I did snare. And I um they wouldn't move me off a of snare because they they I was like the I mean super nerd. I was like the drum leader for our, our like drum captain and all that. So I I, I desperately yeah. wanted the quads. So I thought those were the coolest things ever. But um I was on snare and then uh, in pit I they aren't they so cool. And then I I would play uh, timpani in the pit. And that was like my favorite thing. Oh, nice. I oh my, they're oh, so nice. cool. Um, yeah. They I played a little bit of that. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, um, one of my my uh, or a friend of mine I've I've known him pretty much since since the fourth or fifth grade. Uh, we 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 graduated high school together, and uh, and uh, he played quads basically all four years. I'm like. Dude, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm jealous. I'm not gonna lie. I know. I remember begging the teacher, like, I really want to switch to quads. And they're like, No, we have a quad player. We don't need two. And I was like, Come on, <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, but I, I kind of got that fixed playing the symphony because I mean, it's right. probably cool. Yeah, you know, exactly. it was, uh, uh, they're like, they're like Tiffany on the go, basically. <laughs> 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 exactly, uh, but uh, um, I wanted to, to kind of, kind of, uh, tell the listeners how we, how we, I got to this point today because, because it doesn't, it doesn't happen very often. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, um, you actually reached out to me on Instagram, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and 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 I'm normally the one um, doing reaching out because. Because on this show, I'm host, I'm producer, I book the talent. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm a, a woman band on the show over here. Uh, but, but uh, you actually, I reach out to me uh, with the absolute sweetest Instagram DM, and, and that's how it happened. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I've been a fan of you for a while, and I thought, I, I this is, I've released stuff as a band before, but. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really learn the ropes from marketing at that point. That was about four years ago now. And I have been following you for a long time. And I, once this song released, I was like, you know what? I got to reach out to him and just see if he'll have me. Cause you always have like the best people and stuff. And I was like, I'm I'm just going to try. So when you were so nice to say to me, like, I'll just, you know, like, let's do this. I, I was over the moon. I really appreciate it. Um, so thank you. But yeah, it was, I don't know. It was a no brainer for me. I felt like, why not just go for it? <laughs> Absolutely, and 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 I respect that because because uh, um, here uh, here's going to happen in about a month. Um, we're going to have one of uh, one of my 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 a radio a radio mentors uh, here on the show. I've looked up to this person for for a long, long time, and 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 when and when uh, when I sent the email, I'm like, why not just go for it? You know, like you said, why not just go for it? Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just got to jump, you know, and it, it's like you you got to bite the bullet and go for it and, and hope it goes well. And if it doesn't, you know, you tried. You can't look back and think right, exactly. hey, what would have happened. So, yeah, but that's awesome. And I saw that on your post a little while ago, and I was like, oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> uh, and 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 I can literally count on one hand the times um, the times people have actually uh, reached out to me for interviews. So uh, so that one kind of kind of uh, holds a special place for me. Oh, cool. Oh, I'm so glad. That makes it even better. Thank you. Okay, so uh, um, I just have some kind of fun, kind of uh, kind of uh, uh, get to know you questions. If you're okay with that. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, I always ask everybody this question: uh, If you could go back and change one thing about your career uh, to this point, would you? And uh, what would it be? To go back and change one thing—is that what you said? Yeah. I would. I would. Oh, man, there's a couple of things. I think I would go back to when I was much younger and, like, kick myself in the butt a little bit. Um, I feel like I didn't push – I didn't learn the ropes fast enough. Like, I wish I had been a little younger and pushed myself a little harder at that age because I feel like at the time I didn't really have a clear direction. I didn't really know – I feel like most people in music feel that way at some point. Like, you don't really know the ropes as far as what you're supposed to do first and then second and then third. There's no clear path. And so I kind of was just, like, making my own way through it. Um, so I feel like if I if I could, I'd go back and, like, kick myself in the butt a little bit and try and get that drive going a little sooner. Um, that and probably gone to school for music. I feel like I had made that choice. I chose a different subject in college, and uh, I think I would have been a better musician if I had really learned theory better. Yes. Uh, okay. So, so, uh, uh, and that sort of ties into, into this next question, sort of, if you weren't in the music industry, what would you be doing right now? I wasn't in the music industry. I would actually be a forensic anthropologist, which is what I went to school for. Um, I know it's totally random. I, I went to school for it. I have my master's in it. And I've worked on a few, I've worked at a few um, medical examiner's offices, but the problem is right now, once the recession hit like 10 years ago, the jobs became really scarce. And so yeah, it was really kind of hard to chase it. And at that point anyway, about 10 years ago is when I was like, you know what, I want to be a musician anyway. If I can't get a job as a forensic anthropologist, might as well get one as a musician because <laughs> at least like it's just as difficult, but it's what I wanted to do anyway. Um, so that was kind of, kind of how that happened, but yeah, that's that's where I would be is forensic anthropology. Nice. <laughs> I didn't expect that one. <laughs> I know, right? I'm fun at parties, yeah. I <laughs> it's the most random thing. <laughs> uh, it's all good, though. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, 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 and and you would not believe some of the crazy answers we got to that question. Yeah. Can you think of a few or tell me what you would be doing if you weren't doing this? Oh, gosh. If I wasn't doing this, oh, gosh, I would probably be, well, 
I do play the guitar, so so and and I play a one gig a year. It it, it it's an annual Fourth of July party at at uh, at a local spot over here uh, here uh, where I live. Uh, so I might I might actually uh, be be, be um, I'm gigging a lot more. Oh, that'd be cool. It's something that's always been 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 in the in the uh, back of my mind. I just never pursued it. Yeah. Well, that's a cool okay. career swap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, and this next question I've got for you is 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 kind of a deep one. I'm gonna make you okay. think. Okay. 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 I'm gonna make you think on this one. Uh, uh, when everything's said and done with your career, thirty, forty years down the road, or whatever, uh, uh, um, what impact or legacy would you like to have on the music industry? Ooh, that is a thinker. Um, a legacy on the industry. I don't know. I don't know. I think if I can just make some people feel better, you know, like that same catharsis I needed when I was a kid of just being able to like sing along with a song and feel better. I feel like if other people can get that from something I've written, that would make me happy. I don't know if as far as like a legacy on the industry, like a, a dent of any kind. I don't know. Maybe just pushing the way a little bit more for girls right now so that you know like my girls can look at it and think it's not so hard to be there um but i don't know i don't know if um i feel like if there is any kind of legacy it's it's not going to be on purpose you know like it's going to be one of those things that like something's going to just kind of line up on its own like so i want to write a song or something that really hits people and and um kind of carries itself because i feel like it's songs in themselves are kind of like kids you know you write it and you send it out in the world, and you hope that it has its own success on its own, and kind of can carry its own weight. Um, so I, 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 maybe that would be where it would go. That's that's a thinker, though. That's a good question. And and the reason I ask that is because it's because I've been thinking about 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 uh, my own legacy in in radio and the podcast world. You know, I've been doing this eight years. Uh, well. Mm-hmm. Almost eight years I've been doing this. Almost eight years, and and six in the country music industry, and and I've actually thought about this a lot, <laughs> and uh, and and the thing I found that 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 beyond uh, uh, beyond whatever I do in radio, uh, I just want to be known as as just a good dude, you know? Yeah. I think that you already have that reputation from what I've seen on online and stuff. Like, I think you already have built that legacy pretty solid. But that's a good one to have for sure. Well, I appreciate that. And and I'll tell you something else. Uh, I, I say this to all my guests, but but if I believe in you and what you're doing, I will be your 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 biggest cheerleader. And you're you're a biggest champion. 
Oh, that's awesome. I know I've seen that too. Like you definitely support um, artists that you believe in hardcore. Uh, I think that's why I was so um, touched by your account because I felt like you genuinely do support people, you know, whereas like it's not just like a turnaround thing where like they're featured and then they're gone. You know what I mean? A lot of um, blogs or or stuff will do that. And and I didn't get that from you. And I was like, this is a cool guy that I want to, you know, I want to follow and and, uh, maybe one day be a part of that, that, podcast and that community that you've built. Absolutely. And and the way I look at that is is uh uh and I think it's the it's the same way in pretty much every industry. Uh you may be uh hard pressed to to I think change my mind on this. If you cover an industry uh, for as long as I have uh, six years almost. Uh, um, there is literally no way um, that you, uh, that you cannot at least become become friendly with 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 the uh, the uh, people that you cover, and 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 a lot of the times, uh, um, the people that I cover end up being very very dear friends. Hmm. That's great. That's that's a beautiful thing, you know, because this it's more, a lot of industries are like that, but this one especially, everything's very cutthroat at times. And I feel like that's the one nice thing too about like country music, because I I'm in New York and there's a lot of rock and mm-hmm. stuff here too, which is great because I feel like my stuff definitely balance like walks that line between rock and country. But um, right. I I do find that like locally, when I go to Nashville, there everyone is so lovely and so supportive and so like immediately welcomes you in like a warm blanket. Everything is just like, yeah, come on, let's, you know, let's get you on stage. Let's do this. Let's do that. And oh, up yeah. here it is so, and it's, I mean, up here it's like cover bands and stuff too. It's not the, you know, it's not even like it's mainly original stuff. It's just that it's so cutthroat and um, tough up here that, mm-hmm. and it doesn't always have to be, you know, like I can understand in some situations, I totally get it, but it doesn't right. have to be that way, and it's so nice to to see that that difference, you know. Uh, right. So that's, and, that's that's awesome. And 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 I have several music friends uh, in the in the in the uh, New York New Jersey area. So so uh, uh, so uh, um uh, there's people there I know a lot. Like uh, Jessica Rose, uh, Carolyn Miller, um, mm-hmm. a bunch of people up there. Yeah, I haven't met them. Um, which I was thinking about reaching out to them just to say hey, but I I haven't like crossed paths with them or anything. Um, I'm out on like mm-hmm. Long Island, so I I I think they're more like the city or the New Jersey side of things. So we haven't yeah. really like crossed paths at shows or anything like that. But um. You know, they might be really cool. Yeah. You know, what's funny is, like, when I say the way it is, it's basically like a little bubble I'm in up here, you know, and um, that's part of this whole marketing idea is, like, trying to to make that bubble a little bigger, you know, and and, uh, meet people that might be kindred spirits. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I definitely reach out to to Jessica, Carolyn, uh, my buddies, October Rose, um mm-hmm. uh I definitely reach out to them. They're 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 I 
absolute great people. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely check them out for sure and, and message. I mean, I've checked them out before, but, like, I'll definitely message them is what I mean. Uh, awesome. Okay. So uh, uh, I know you said that you, you make, make tri- trips to international sometimes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what are your uh, what are your 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 uh, favorite places in Nashville? Because I live about about three hours west of Nashville myself. That's like my absolute favorite city in this world. Oh, that's amazing! There's nothing like it. Um, oh gosh, every time I go, I try to find new places so that I kind of like get to know everything. Um, the last mm-hmm. time I went. I went to the Bluebird for the first time, which was like a crazy experience in and of itself. And um, mm-hmm. I played Belcourt Taps, which was a cool thing to do. Um, mm-hmm. I've been to the Commodore before, which is a neat one. And like that was a trip before that. I'm trying to think where else I went this past time. We were there for like five days and I literally crammed everything I possibly could. Like I, I went with my husband and my bassist and I was just like, okay, now we're like our two o'clock meeting is at NSAI. We're going to go meet like my mentor and stuff and have a meeting. And then tomorrow we're going to have like, you know, a showcase at Belcourt Taps and then another one here. And like, um, I made the right. most of it for sure. But the, I, I think my favorite place to go hang out, like if I was there, I think I'd be at the NSAI office like 24 seven. Cause it was just, it's a cool building. People in there are cool. Everybody's so nice. Um, I could learn a lot. The acoustics in the rooms were awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think I would feel like I would be there like, like a piece of furniture. Like, I think I'd be there all the time. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. I first visited Nashville probably over 20 years ago because, because, uh, because I have family that lives there and, mm-hmm. and we went up to, to, uh, visit them. Um, uh, um, this one was, was when, when my aunt was living in in her 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 her, uh, her first condo up there, so so um, this is probably twenty twenty five years ago, but but the first time I saw Broadway, I'm like, yep, oh, we're going to be seeing a lot of each other in Nashville. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, Broadway is oh my god, it's amazing. I mean, the first time I went, I was like walking down the street and every door open and hearing like multiple bands, you know, like Tootsies and everything with like different floors playing at the same time. Like just insane. The amount of music it, it's, Oh God, it's mind blowing. And it's, it's um, yeah. addicting. And like every time I go, I'm like, can we go back now? Yeah. I want to go back now. <laughs> but this is kind of, I kind of crazy, but, but my favorite thing to do, uh, was just, was just, uh, just, just drive up and down Broadway, uh, with the, with the, the windows down and just just and and listen and listen to the 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 music coming out of the bars. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It really is. I know we we did that this time too. Like we we drove down Broadway and stopped and went to a couple places. And um, my bassist had never been, so we took him right to the like first thing we went to Broadway. We we hadn't even gotten to the house we were staying at yet. We just went right there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, I showed him like how insanely awesome it is. Um, it is, it's so cool. And I, I know I've heard all these I stories about famous people just like popping up at Tootsie's and stuff. And I haven't seen anybody, but mm-hmm. I, that's another thing I want to check off my bucket list. Is like I want to run into somebody, you know, just like oh hey look, there's Brad Paisley sitting at the bar. You know, like that would be cool. I've heard Keith Urban uh, uh, pops into into. 
I believe it's either legend or the stage, uh, a pretty regular uh, uh, when he has time and just and just uh, plays a surprise set. Oh, that's so cool. That is really so cool. Uh, that would be. I know. Um, uh, um, that would be just, uh, just, uh, just epic to see, you know. <laughs> but yeah. But I've been to, I've been to Nashville so much, but there's two things I've never done in Nashville that what? I still want to do. I've never been to the Bluebird. Okay. And I've never been to CMA Fest. Really? Seriously. I've never. I've never been to CMA Fest, but I feel like as a podcast person, I'm surprised. I, I'm granted, I've never been, so I don't know what it's like. But I, I thought that like there was a lot of um, promotion, you know. Like from what I've seen from the outside looking in, it looks like everybody and their brother just wants to go and promote CMA Fest. Um, and I yeah. can't believe you've never been to the Bluebird. I'm that. surprised. Um, I was gonna go to 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 a CMA Fest last year. But a plane fell through, and of course, obviously this year it it's canceled this year. So I'm yeah. I'm uh, I'm hoping for next year. Uh, yeah, it's time for 2021. I'm so hoping for next year. Yeah, I'm sure you'll get there. Okay. I'm sure next year will be Absolutely. normal and we'll all go back to life. Yeah, by then I hope God really. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. I hope so at least. Yeah. Uh, um, a couple more questions for you, and then I think sure. we'll we'll. Uh, We'll we'll uh put you back to your evening, okay? Yeah, no worries. Okay. Uh oh uh whether in your in your in your personal life or or a professional life, what's the best advice you've ever been given? Hmm, best advice I've ever been given. Man, that's a tough one. Um I think just keep going. And and that could apply to anything, but to just keep going. There's so many times that you see, like, my mom's always telling me, like, I think it amazes her a little bit, but, the, you know, you see these stories like, oh, they made it overnight, and it's like an overnight sensation or something, but it's not. Like, it's still, you know, even if it's a quote-unquote overnight sensation in, like, media eyes, it's still, you know, you talk to the artist, and they've been at it for 20 years before that, before anything happens. And I think it's yeah. basically just who's who's left standing you know, after all the hits come at you, because it is like, you, mm-hmm. you know, you you uh, have to jump a lot of hurdles and sometimes don't things don't go as planned or, you know, it, it doesn't um, work out the way you need it to. So you just keep going. And, you know, one day a door will open. Um, so I think that's the biggest piece of advice that, that I feel like is important is to just keep going. And I mean, I've gotten so much other good advice, but I think that's the one that sticks out the most right now. Uh, awesome. Uh, uh, my favorite piece of advice, and I got this from from a TV commercial of all places. Uh, oh, cool! It says, uh, "It says, I find I, I, I find somebody that, or I find somebody that that wants to see you fail, because that that person that that that's willing to bring you down will will mm-hmm. make you raise your game." Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, it's always good to have a little bit of that competitive edge, I think, because that's what keeps you like, you know, even if it's friendly competition. I think it it helps you push harder. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but it's, oh, I think I it's agree. kind of the same thinking in a way too. Like you just keep going, just keep pushing, you know, get better and, and push harder. And, and, uh, you know, yeah. eventually one day that you'll, you'll move up the ladder even if you don't realize it, you know, every little bit helps. Right. Right. Yeah. So, uh, um, Um, and last question I've got for you. Uh, okay. Uh, what? Well, uh, as a creative person, which I know mm-hmm. you're obviously very, very creative. Uh, what inspires or uh, what inspires or 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 motivates you? So okay, so <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, I get the most inspiration when I'm angry, and. Like I can't if I'm happy and things are going great. I've I've gotten better at it. I've worked at it for years and I've, I can do it now. But for the longest time, if I was like having a a good streak, you know, like in life or whatever, it was really hard to write because most of my songs are a little more. I don't want to say angry, but like that catharsis would happen again. Like if I if I was angry, that's where that song came from. And um, yeah. I've been happily married for ten years. And with him for 12, and, you know, obviously songs were written in those times. So he always would joke, like, people are going to think I'm this horrible person. Because <laughs> if I was having, like, an angry moment, you know, I would write some, like, like before he cheats or gunpowder and lead style lyric, you know, like, like I'm going to key his car or kick him to the curb or whatever. And he was like, what did I do? You know, meanwhile, it's just like, I was just angry about something, but that catharsis that made me feel better and got that anger out was to write a song. And it was usually like an angry song and you know that's basically usually how it came out so um i've i've gotten better that now that i'm i've definitely studied it more like i feel like it was more primal then i would just write whatever and and didn't really learn the the ropes as much i knew the basics but now that i've kind of gotten it down to a science and really studied it because i mean as i said before the forensic thing like i'm definitely a science brain too so i think i studied it and really kind of tried to learn the patterns and and all that and i um, you know, figure that out. Now I can kind of channel it. Like, like I'll have co-write sessions, you know, throughout the week and or solo writes, and I will just sit down and be like, okay, this is my plan. This is what I'm writing about, and I would kind of like channel that emotion. Whereas before, I wouldn't. I wasn't as um, um, I can't think of the word. I wasn't as like routine. You know, it wasn't like I would sit down and purposely be like, I'm writing right now. It would be more of like, I'm really angry. I need to get this out. Like, let me get a pen and paper and and write a song. Um. So, yeah, I think that's most of my motivation and inspiration, but most of the career anyway, was from anger. Um, and that still happens occasionally, but, uh, yeah, I think that's that's the biggest inspiration. That and just, like, I've noticed a theme that most of my songs are, like, if I'm feeling down in the dumps about myself or about the world mm-hmm. um, or having a really rough day, like, I'll write that song. But I've noticed that every single time I do, it's always got a silver lining, like a... Like, like, let it burn. You know, like the whole world's gone to shit, but we're gonna get through. It's gonna be okay because I have you. Like, I have that exactly. that exactly. love and support system. You know, and I've yeah. So I, I think that's that's part of it too. I love the opening line of "I've let it burn. The whole world's gone to shit." I love that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I, you know, what's funny is I, I wanted that to be my my debut song. Cause like, it's definitely the most like I wrote that on my own. It's, it's all me. But I was worried that, like, that line would put people off. You know, like, I didn't know if people were going to relate to it or if people were going to be like, it. oh, she said, you know, <laughs> thanks. That really makes me I feel good. <laughs> I'm sure they go, 
I'm sitting there. Uh, when I heard it the first time, I'm thinking, okay, this is sassy. This is going to be a real <laughs> sassy song. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not that type. Like, the, I love, I think it's so awesome for the girls that can do, like, that really sweet, you know, like, like angelic kind of mm-hmm. music. And I feel like I've never had, I've never, even though I'm, I'm, a sweet and normal girl in real life. I just feel like when I write, it's always just like a lot of anger and sass and like, you know, like it just comes across. <laughs> so <laughs> I love that. like girls can do that, but I've never been able to channel that for me. <laughs> see, see, I'm a big lyricist. I love lyrics. I mean, I'm just, I'll sit there and analyze lyrics to death of, yeah. Of some of my, of of uh, some of my my other favorite songs, and and I'd really listen to 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 uh, the lyrics. So 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 when I uh, heard the song for the first time, I'm going, okay. <laughs> uh, I see what's happening here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the song's definitely a little more it, lyrically. It's a little more vague than most country songs I feel like can be you know sometimes like Mm -hmm. it's more of a story this is less of a story but I really didn't feel like there was another way to explain it either you know like I I, basically like and I feel like that's what's so funny about it too when people say what's the song about I'm like it's literally just it's all gone to shit but it's okay because I have you like that's basically like lyrics of the song is about to explain it yeah like it's just so simple and straightforward I'm like that's just what it is you know like I can't um yeah, right. so I, I I appreciate that you like are a, a lyrics person because I am too, and um, it's yeah, like, this is definitely like I said more vague, but it's it's cool. Yeah, it's like it's like we're in a crap hole right now, but we're good at this point. Yeah, yeah, and you know what's so funny is I wrote this, um, I wrote it two years ago or maybe more. It was like three years ago. It was when this song really started, and then. Uh, a year ago, I went to the studio and recorded it and, like, got it all, like, finished. I think the date on it was, like, March of 2019. Was it, like, totally, totally finished. And I thought, all right, I'm going to start, like, really studying, like, the proper way to go about releasing this to, to get it the most traction so I don't just release it to, like, nobody, you know, because I hate that. You see artists that release something and it just, like, kind of falls by the wayside and it's gone. Um, so I thought, right. I'm going to really study it. And then I planned on this being the release date, like, April 24th, 2020. And then the pandemic hit and I'm like oh my god this is like eerily like fits the song a little too well um so it's it's crazy how it all kind of lined up in that way but it's it's kind of cool too because it's like the song fits right now but I wish it didn't um (laughs) just because it's a horrible time to be you know I understand that but uh (laughs) yeah you know but it's it's weird how it really kind of all fell into place that way it's a little creepy uh, so uh, I wanted to to, uh, to uh, sort of end this by well, I've been I've been in kind of in the habit of 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 ending things on kind of a sappy note. If that makes any sense to you? Yeah, sure. I, I'm cool with that. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, I just wanted to 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 uh, uh, give you. Uh, 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 some some words of advice, uh, slash words of encouragement. Uh, um, um, 
um, um, the next time you're you're in the writing room on stage, um, whenever that might be again, I have no idea at this point. But uh, <laughs> uh, I just want you to to, uh, to just just absolutely crush it, and I know you will. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know I'm I'm looking forward to being on stage, but I have to say, um, doing I've been doing a live stream every week on Mondays, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. because we can't play out obviously, I think and, and you know, yes, you did, yes, and I'm so glad you did, um, yeah. because uh, last night it, it was a rough weekend, um, as I'm sure you heard on the podcast between the computer crashing and my toe breaking and like all this fun stuff, but um, yeah. uh, the the live stream. And seeing people's reactions in real time where they can just tell me, like, this song's awesome or, like, I love when you play this song or play me, whatever. Like, I'll ask for a quest. And if I don't know it, I'll just look it up. I'll just literally, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, like, I've never played it before, but I, I'm familiar enough. I'll, I'll pull it out right there. Um, but seeing that real-time reaction is almost more um, addicting than being on stage. Like, being on stage is amazing, yeah. and I love the feel, and I, I immediately always want to walk right back on. But um, I'm, I feel like I'm getting that same love, if not more so, online, which is uh, amazing. And I love the words of encouragement because thank you. <laughs> um, I, I uh, like I said, it's been a rough couple of days, so it really means a lot. Thank you very much. Absolutely, and 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 I love how 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 uh, I'm not only country music, but it seems like the entire music industry has. Has has turned to streaming uh, on on Facebook, Instagram, or whatever, uh, uh, mm-hmm. just to uh, to uh, uh, keep the music going and 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 keep that yeah. connection. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I know it's it's amazing. And what what kind of throws me a little bit in a cool, like a really cool way that I, I'm just it's weird to wrap my head around it is that we're all in the same floating field now. Like right. it's not like main stage and side stage and parking lot and like whatever gig you can get. It's literally like we're all just in front of our phones in our living rooms and like everybody, broadcasting the same way. It's everybody doing the same thing. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's no longer and like I'm playing at, you know, Tootsie's on the main stage and it's like, I'm 80 feet away in the parking lot. Like it's literally like everybody's <laughs> on the same, same platform same right. opportunity, same right. streaming, same, you know, and that to me is like weird to wrap my head around mm-hmm. that like I'm doing the same thing that, you know, Abby Anderson's doing, like just sitting down and sitting in front of the, the live stream. Right. And, and, uh, uh, I also wanted to, I wanted to, to, uh, and I've seen this a lot too. And I love this about the country music industry. I've, I've seen this a lot where, where where the bigger artists I've seen this on, on social media a lot where the 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 where the uh, a bigger artist like the uh Chelsea Ballerinis of the world or or Marion Morris or somebody like that will mm-hmm. will uh, reach out to and and encourage the 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 uh, the the uh, the uh, upcoming artists like yourself. Yeah, I've seen that too. And I would, oh my God, I'd fall over, I think, if that happened. But yeah, it's amazing that they do that. And I, I, I know, I always think to myself, like, if I ever get there one day, you know, that I want to remember that feeling and turn it around and 
I know I, I actually saw Natalie Stovall do that uh, to me in like 2012 or something. I just started the band and I saw her live and I commented afterwards, like you killed it tonight. Like it was amazing. And she wrote me back like, and I said something about being a musician and trying to get it. Too, and she's like, well, go get it girl. Like get on it. And I was like, Oh my God, Natalie Stovall said to go. Like I have to go. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, it, Oh, she's the nicest thing. Yeah. I, I, but it made such an impression on me that I was like, I have to remember that feeling. And if I ever get to a point where anyone looks to me for, you know, encouragement or um, feels that same level of like, like, oh, she seems nice, but, you know, I, I hope whatever. I, I fully intend like tenfold to just turn around and be like, go, like, let's do this. Come on, let's hold you up. Let's let's support you. And 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 I've had people explicitly say to me who who – are in podcasting now, um, they say, dude, I got into this because I see what you're doing and I respect you for it. And that to me That's is awesome. like the absolute biggest compliment ever. Yeah, definitely. That that means the world because you, you ignited that spark. You know, you, you lit that fire in them, which is awesome. Yeah. And going back to what you said about, about Natalie Stovall, um, we had Natalie on the show, I want to say, a couple years ago. It might have been three years ago at this point. But mm-hmm. we talked for almost an hour. That's awesome. She seems like the nicest I think um, just, girl. She's the sweetest thing. I'm not even going to lie to you. She's the absolute sweetest thing. That's awesome. And she she was someone like, I. she's one of my idols. And, like, I've... I've um, you know, followed her career for a while, like when she was with the drive and everything else. And um, like I said, that when she when she tweeted me back, like like with words of encouragement, I was like, oh my god, that's so like it just it it just made me want to you know drive that much harder. Like it was it was awesome. She's the nicest nicest person. Absolutely. Hey, listen. Uh, uh, I thank you again for doing this. This has been so much fun. Well, thank you for having me. Really, like it was awesome to talk to you. I can't believe how much time has gone by. It was about, like five minutes. It was so, um, it was so nice. Just to, it, yeah. And to meet meet a fellow band nerd is is asking <laughs> the cake for me at this point. <laughs> yeah, same here. Same. That's why I started to geek out. Like, what did you play? Because it's just yeah, it's. It's its own little world, and it's kind of like a rite of passage. It is. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so that's awesome. I'm glad I felt not not only a fellow band nerd, a fellow drummer band nerd. This is true. Yeah, and drummers have their own language. I, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Yeah, uh, drummers oh, yeah. we have our own language at this point. <laughs> yeah, we were like yeah, we were uh, like the. The outsiders of band, yeah, it was <laughs> totally yes, different. For <laughs> yeah. the proud outcast of band, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh man, sure. well, well, well. I think I'm gonna, you know, I let you go and let you get back to your evening. But, but again, I, I thank you for doing this, and and you've got a uh, open invitation back to the show anytime. Well, thank you so much, Cody. I really appreciate that, and I will definitely wholeheartedly take you up on that offer, for sure, because this was awesome, Absolutely. and you are doing amazing stuff, Absolutely. so I would love to continue to be a part of it, for sure. Well, I appreciate that, and and you're and you're part of the family now, so 
So I'm going to uh, I'm going to uh, hold you to a return. Okay. Deal. All right, Megan. I'll uh, I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right, sure, Cody. Thanks for having me again. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Hope you guys enjoyed our interview with uh, with the lovely Miss Miss Megan VK. That ran a little longer than I expected, but it's all good. Megan is the sweetest person probably ever. And uh, uh, okay, so uh, next uh, uh, next Tuesday at at four thirty Central, we welcome uh, uh, the super talented Miss 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 Ariella Aspen to the show. So I think with that, I think I'm gonna um 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 end the episode right here. You've been listening to Boy Days with Murph. Thank you and goodbye.